Hi, and welcome back and thanks for being here on the podcast again today. I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind a bit lately, and that's the importance of self-care. In our busy, hectic lives, it can be all too easy to put our own needs on the back burner and prioritise everything and everyone else. Right? You know what I mean. So today's topic is the hidden superpower within us all, unleashing the power of self-compassion. You may not know it yet, but self-compassion is the secret weapon you've been looking for to overcome challenges and unleash your full potential. You see, self-compassion is the key to unlocking you, unlocking what's inside of you and becoming the superhero you were always meant to be. It's in there, I know it is. Now, I know what you might be thinking, self-compassion, that sounds like a bit of woo-woo or it's just another person telling me to be kind to myself. I've heard it before, but stay with me here because self-compassion is the real deal. And in this podcast, I'm going to tell you why and give you tips on how you can simply implement easy, short, self-care, self-compassion strategies into your life. Because self-compassion is so important because it can help us overcome and get through those challenging times. Those times when you're feeling how tough this busy life can be, the demands, it's non-stop. Self-compassion can help you get through it. So think about it now, when you've got all of that going on and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or a little bit stressed, what do you usually do? If you can, you might turn to your favorite comfort food or binge watch your favorite TV show to distract yourself. Or more than likely, you may just push through because you feel there's no other option and you just gotta get it done, you just gotta go, 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 go. But what if I told you there was a better way? What if I told you that by practicing actual self-compassion and self-care, not just a band-aid, which is the comfort eating and plopping on the sofa, that when you actually start taking care of yourself in a way that truly nourishes your soul, you'll be amazed at how different you feel. Because self-compassion isn't just about taking a bath or meditating, although those things are very good and I do recommend them. It's about treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a good friend or someone you love. That is self-compassion. The yoga, the meditation, the baths, they're self-care and they go hand in hand. So they are all good. But offering yourself self-compassion means understanding and giving yourself permission to make mistakes, to take a break when you need it, and to prioritize your well-being and your self-care. Yes, prioritizing your own well-being and your self-care. And the best part of all of this, practicing self-compassion can be as easy and simple as taking a few minutes each day to download, to actually just let yourself sit with all the thoughts that are going on and to process them and to feel them and building in one new habit, one new self-care activity that can help you be more kind to yourself, more more self-compassion. So that's all I'm talking about today is adding in one small step. A step so simple 
that you can do it and no one else needs to know. And you get to choose what that is. So today I challenge you to tap into your hidden superpower and start practicing self-compassion for yourself. Trust me, it may be the secret to unlocking a way for you to feel back in control and have time to do the things that nourish you. You see, the truth is self-care is not only crucial for our well-being, it's also a revolutionary act of resistance against a world that often tells us that we're not enough. We're bombarded by messages around us that say women should do it all, you know, not those particular words, but the expectations. You know, we can be a professional and a mum and a wife and a partner and a sister and an aunt and a carer and all of those things. And that's fine and dandy because quite often we prove to them we can do it all, but at what expense? But no one can do it all at once because you need to take time out to rest your mind, body and spirit. You need to take time out to recharge and nourish you. Think of it this way. If you never filled your car with fuel or you never got it serviced, it would run out and stop, wouldn't it? So, if you never filled your car with fuel, think of that as all the self-care activities I'm going to talk about today. And if you never got it serviced, think of that as self-compassion. Exercising self-compassion, being kind to yourself, changing your thoughts, that inner critic, all of that stuff. Self-compassion and self-care go hand in hand. They are beautiful partners. So think about that. If you're not refueling your car and you're not getting it serviced, what makes you think you're any different? Nothing. Because you need to take time out to refuel your car, to refuel your soul. And I'm here to tell you that it's not only okay, it's essential in today's busy life. So let's take a stand and take back control of those areas of life that might be a little bit out of control at the moment. And here's five reasons why self-compassion self-care is so important. One, it reduces stress and anxiety. Practicing self-care and self-compassion can help us manage stress and anxiety by giving us a chance to just focus on ourselves and think about, would we say that to someone else if they're in the same situation we're in? It gives us a chance to relax and recharge so it can reduce stress and anxiety. Number two, it builds our self-esteem because when we take care of ourselves, we send a message to ourselves unconsciously that we are worth the effort. We are worth the effort that we put into everyone else we help everyone else, why not help ourselves? And this can boost our self-esteem and self-confidence. It's an unconscious thing, you might not even realise it's happening, but trust me, it is. Because at that unconscious level, we're putting ourselves first. We're valuing ourselves. Number three, it enhances our emotional well-being because it helps us feel more balanced and content. And this can really help, particularly during challenging times. It helps us have that resilience when those things are bombarding us. Number four, it increases productivity. Yep, it does. Because when we prioritize ourselves and we look after ourselves and we're kind to ourselves with our self-talk, when we prioritize our self-care, 
and we allow ourselves to nourish ourselves, we're better able to focus and be productive because we're not running on empty. And number five, if you're not doing this for yourself, number five, it models healthy behaviour for others. Because when we prioritise self-compassion and self-care, we are modelling healthy behaviour for those around us, especially our kids or the younger people in our lives, or maybe our parents who are pushing too hard. We're modelling that behaviour for those around us, those who are watching and learning from our examples. Now, I know that the thoughts of practising self-care might be challenging when you're busy, especially when you try and feel like you don't have time because you're so used to putting others first and you don't understand the demands and the busyness of my life. But I do because I've been there. And I urge you to remember that taking care of yourself is not selfish. It is essential. Don't let your car run out of fuel. Don't let you run out of fuel. It's time to start prioritising yourself and showing yourself the love and compassion that you so freely give to others. And by doing so, you can transform not only yourself, but the world around you. So here we go. Here's three tips on how you can build some self-care and compassion into your life. Like anything, the first one is recognising the need for it. Recognising the need for self-compassion. So recognising that you need it in your life and acknowledging that you deserve it and you deserve the same kindness and care that you give to others is the first step. Now you might feel a little bit uncomfortable with that, but that's okay. You've just acknowledged it. And with awareness comes choice. You'll hear me say that a lot in my podcast. So now that you've acknowledged it, that's a good thing. So number two is to identify areas where you're struggling with self-compassion. Now, more often than not, this is about self-criticism that little voice inside your head, that little thing on your shoulder, that's nee, 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 it's always nagging at you. It's always saying, oh, that wasn't good enough, or you should have done that, should have caught a water. Identify areas in your life where you struggle with self-criticism. Just catch them, like just where are they? Do you have negative self-talk about your appearance or your work or your relationships or your health or your activity levels or whatever it might be? Just become aware of the specific triggers for your self-criticism so that you can catch it when it happens. And number three is when it does happen, catch it, throw it away and replace it, change it. Replace it with self-compassion. So when that little nagging voice is inside your head, just say, yep, thank you. I'm gonna replace it with something else. Because once you've identified the areas you struggle with, and you can replace those negative thoughts with self-compassion. You can do it by asking yourself, what would you say to a friend going through the same situation? And then saying those same kind words to yourself. Now, I know I said that earlier, but this is really key in that understanding that you've got the nagging voices there. Identifying whether is that something that you would say to that person you love the most or that really close friend or someone that is coming to you for advice when they're in a pickle or a challenging situation. And then what would you say to them? And then are you saying that to yourself or not? Because probably not is my guess. So let's swap that out. Let's swap it out and say something kind to yourself. Give yourself your own piece of advice that you would give to a friend or a loved one in that situation. 
If you want to know more about how to do that, I did do a podcast a little while ago called the OCCE Formula. And it stands for observing your thoughts, catching them, changing them out and engaging differently with different thoughts. So go back and have a look for that podcast, the OCCE podcast, because it's got a really good methodology you can use to help. So I suggest just choose one area of your life that you would like to be different. Just one. Not all of them, just one. And decide what you would like to be different. But do it with a mindset of self-compassion and self-care. So instead of saying I always make mistakes say I would like to be able to have time to focus and do things more methodically think of it from a self-care self-compassion positive statement perspective what would nourish your soul what would you like to have or do or be that's different in your life what would you like to have do or be if you knew you could build it into your current life that you would have the support to do that and that you would be able to do it. What would it be? Just think about that. And then, once you've chosen that one area that you'd like to create a change in, I want you to just write down a list of things or record on your phone a list of things that you want to do differently in that area. Now, don't think that you have to solve it all at once. Let your imagination go wild. Just write and write or speak and speak, whatever. Let all the ideas come out, draw pictures. However it works for you, get all the ideas out of you, either verbally or writing or drawing, however it works for you. And once they're all out, take some time to sit back and look at what you've created because there'll be some gems in there. I'm telling you, there will be some pure gems in there. And I want you to focus on choosing just one. Just one thing, just circle one thing that you're going to do. And the easier and simpler it is to implement, the better. So don't go for the big ticket item, I wanna run a marathon. Go for, I wanna exercise more. Simple, and then we break that down. I'm going to walk five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, whatever it is for you, whatever activity. I'm going to say one affirmation in the mirror each day. I'm going to say no to a family member because they're always asking me to do things that they could do themselves. Whatever it is for you, just choose one thing that's going to nourish you and to help you create a little bit more space for yourself in this busy, busy world. And then the way to implement that, I got a really good tip when I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about habit stacking and I thought this was genius. He says in his book that building this new simple activity will be easier by adding it to something you already do. Habit stacking is attaching a new habit to an existing one using the existing habit as the trigger or cue for the new one that you want to implement. It's a simple but effective strategy for creating new habits and making them stick because you're just adding it to something you're already doing. So it's not as though you have to think about building it in extra, you're just adding it too. So for example, if you're going to look in the mirror and tell yourself affirmations, then habit stack that onto something, brushing your teeth, or having a shower, or doing your nighttime skincare routine, or maybe you wanna increase your exercise, then add it to something you already do, habit stack it. If you commute to work, park the car a bit further away from the station. 
or park the car a block away from where you drop the kids off and walk with them that distance because that will do two things it will lessen your stress because you're parking further away you don't have to fight for the car park and the second thing is it will increase and give you that opportunity to do that exercise that you want to do if exercise is your thing and thirdly it'll give you special time with the kids if you're parking further away and you're walking with them and you can add it into that simple routine and in the beginning it might be oh I've got to leave the house 10 minutes earlier but once you start doing that because you know that you're building it in less stress about finding a park because you're parking further away increased exercise because that's one of the things you want to do and now it's just what you do it's the new habit that you've just built in so you see where I'm going with that right you add your new healthy self-compassion habit onto something that you're already doing so habit stacking is a powerful tool for creating new habits but the top tip is just keep it simple and add only one thing at a time one thing until it becomes your new normal your new way of doing so thanks for being here today and to finish i just want to remind you that find ways to stack self-compassion habits onto existing habits and remember self-compassion is not something that happens overnight it's like any change that you want to create in any area of your life focus on what you want to be different identify it and take break it down take the teeny tiny smaller step to help you work towards achieving and activating and creating that change one step at a time and habit stacking is a great way to do that because with focus and practice the benefits will be so worth it and prioritizing self-compassion you'll be able to create and cultivate a more patient loving and caring relationship with yourself and in turn improve your overall well-being and your ability to handle the busyness of today's busy life because you're taking time to refuel you to refuel your soul and on that note we'll end it there thanks for being here again today please like and share this with others and if you've already left a review on itunes thank you so much and if not, I'd really appreciate you doing so, so that together we can help and reach more people and help each other build our confidence and self-esteem. Until next time, remember to let your light shine bright. Bye for now, and see you next time.